Here's a little ditty about a cat. It's a black cat who loves mystery and astrology like you and me. It's black cats and the zodiac. Good morning. It's 2.41 a.m. I cannot sleep. I've been awake since 12 something. I went to sleep at 7.30. Uh, Xanax is banging on the window. I will go open that for him. Just one moment. Sorry about this one. Um, oh, damn. Okay, cool. One second, Xanders. He's like, Mom's awake. I'm awake. Um, no, I, uh, I couldn't sleep. Um, my, uh, but how was it guessing Valentine's Day? Hope it wasn't as spicy as the planets kind of wanted it to be. Um, <laughs> but no, I wanted to talk to you guys because there are five planets in Aquarius, and I don't know which planets they are. I know that the sun's in Aquarius, obviously, and, um, Sorry, that's me. Guzzling water. I'm drinking with a straw. It has sugar in it. Um, so yes, I am a butterfly. <laughs> I am drinking sugar water. Fuck you. <laughs> um, if you're like, that's gonna give you diabetes. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just this. It's just one time. Um, I uh, was thinking about it when I when I was making it because I warmed up the water and put sugar in it. And I was like, thinking about it when I made it because uh, we were kind of sort of homeless-ish and, and very, very poor in Arizona in my early teen years, like early, early, like pre-teen years. And um, there was a point where we didn't have any food in the house. So like we made, um, like we fried up those corn tortillas and uh we ate those and they're delicious so i got really good at frying those corn tortillas so it's butter and it's delicious i like to fry them until they're soft mm, so good and then um i used to eat like barbecue sandwiches like you get bread just put barbecue sauce on them and then like some cheese delicious so i have a very healthy love of barbecue sauce um and barbecue in general but um let me looked up these his planets for you. Oh, I should go get my tablet. Okay, yeah, I'm actually going to get my tablet because then I can do this easier and talk and gab because um, I'm just doing it for my phone. There's so many different ways that I can podcast now that I'm just really excited to do it all. One second. Sorry for the silence. Okay, I'm back. Um, Xander is gonna come back in here, being all cute and crazy like he does. And uh, but I just, yeah, I came out of the room, and I have my door locked or not locked, but closed. Um, because I'm trying to be quiet, so I apologize for this lowness and 
volume, it's the middle of the night. Um, and so I'm trying to be quiet. And uh, he followed me up, so I pushed him over and called him a goofball. Because my boyfriend's from New Jersey. And when he says goofball, it's a goofball. And he doesn't know that he's doing the accent. I'm not going to tell him that he's doing the accent because that's just his accent. But I love it. Because I love accents. And I love the East Coast. I do believe I was probably born on the wrong coast. Anyway. Um, so Boston too. And there's Boston accents. Yeah. I was probably just born on the wrong coast. I'm fucking safari. And Jimmy. Oh yeah, I am. Um, I told you guys that I bought these um courses to become the witchy, a certified witch, basically a certified divination must witch. Um, so I bought astrology courses, like basic and um kind of advanced. But I think I I know the information, so then it should be pretty quick. I just want to reaffirm my knowledge, I guess, and uh, a tarot reading course. And um, a Reiki, 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 re, um, masterclass, so that can be Reiki certified, and then I think a chakra cleansing course, because that's kind of where my brain is going and envisioning, and uh, I um, need to do all these things. So it's my ninth profession year, which is the ninth house of, of higher learning, of spirituality. It's of travel too, so I want to go somewhere. Um, but uh, I need to get these things done because next is my 10th uh, perfection year, and that's all about career. I don't want my career that I have to be in shambles. I want it to grow and prosper. And so if I do all my things now, just for this podcast too, because it's all tied in together, I can really take off next year and just translate all this groundwork. And I need to do it. And so this month has been rocky because I've been trying to just kind of like lean into it and base how I feel. And like I'm not putting so much pressure on me to make immediate changes, but I am uncomfortable, girl. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable. It's not great, but it's great to, it's for the greater good. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm in this little vacuum shaft just being throughout and it's 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 difficult i uh hang out with my boyfriend and he's like you got the weirdest energy because he's a scorpio moon so he's feeling um and uh he he's not wrong but like my weird energy isn't necessarily from him because he's solid he's good it's because i'm not currently doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is I'm supposed to be like, just learning all my things, and I need to be doing that, but I am um, hanging out and enjoying life, so it's like very Capricorn Sun versus sort of uh, Cancer Moon, because I want to be comfortable, but I also need to get things done, so uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at, but so far, what I have been able to do is do some mental health healing. Some recognizing, rec- recognition, <laughs> that's a hard word for me right now, of past traumas that I'm getting over and trying to release. And I've changed my diet. I decided to be a pescatarian esque 
esque, I say, because I'm gonna have a fucking cheeseburger. I wanna have a cheeseburger. I wanna eat some chicken. I wanna eat some chicken. This is mainly, it's been hard for me to like want to cook food or milk prep or anything like that because I have too many choices. When most of the choices are like chicken and beef, and I don't even like beef and chicken like that anymore. And pork is like right out besides bacon and ham. And so. And I was finding a hard time, like, planning meals or just wanting to eat, even though I've gained weight. So, like, last time I did, like, a weight update, I was, like, 110 pounds. I'm now 120. I know people are like, oh, my God, that's not a lot. But it is. It's actually a healthier weight. Um, For me, um, rather than 110, like, I was in high school and I was, like, fucking 14 years old. And I'm 32. That shouldn't be happening. Um, but 120 isn't healthy-ish either, so I'm on my way up. It's just a long journey, but it's fine. Um, because now I can start working out and toning it up. And with that muscle, it also gains weight. And I'd rather have muscle weight than fat weight, because fat weight's useless. I want to be able to lift things. Um, so now this latter part of February, I get to focus on actually getting the certificates completed so that in March I can make a dress and make wine and kind of start building a business and um so yeah so with that I'm going to start focusing more on my life coaching um plans with everything tied in together I think that would be really good, really, that would work really well. It would be kind of transformative for the podcast as well, because then I can talk more about things that actually kind of, like, matter to more people than just to, like, my, this is what I'm going through right now, kind of self. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it'll be great. Anyway, five planets in Aquarius. Let me look. Um, current transits. okay yeah okay that's funny okay 29 more rows ew (laughs) give me 29 more rows there's not that many planets okay so inside real astrology is what I'm looking at um no I'm not gonna do that um, this is in a different language. One second. Um, today's current astro seek. Thank you. I don't know what I was doing. Um, all right, cool beans. So there's my Aquarius. Okay, so Capricorn means is still a Capricorn 29th degree. That's why your Valentine's Day might have been like a little spicy if you didn't give your lovely. <clears throat> what they wanted and what they needed and like a gift that was from the heart <laughs> but then also like probably cost a lot um this is the quality of it it was not a quality gift Capricorns don't want it we want it to last long be created or fabricated well and sometimes have to pay for that so sorry Alright, so sun's in Aquarius at 27 degrees. It's almost in Pisces season. Almost in dreamy Pisces. It's almost from Raleigh's birthday. Um, 
Shout out to Morelia. Uh, I don't know why I'm whispering more. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, the sun is in Aquarius. So is, oh dear, one second. I don't know my symbols. It's fucking dropping the ball. I'm dropping the ball. How funny. Oh, here we go. Uh, sun is in Aquarius. So is Mercury. So is Mars. And so is Pluto. And then tomorrow, yeah, 29 degrees, 43 minutes, um, the Venus will be in Aquarius. So what does that mean? Because, like, the way that this chart is going, it's got, like, just the regular first house in Aries. So it's in your 11th house, which is the one that's will be Aquarius. But for me, because I'm going to make everything about myself, um, depending on these degrees here, let me look. Let me pull up my chart. Um, let's see here. I agree to these. Oh, I had a. Is this just my chart? Yeah. And so, um, my twelfth uh, house is has my Saturn in it. At how many degrees? Four degrees. And then um, my rising is in my first house, obviously. But that's the way. So I have an interceptor first house. So Saturn right now is actually currently in my first house, which is most of my senses. So I have to establish discipline. And I haven't been. But I've been disciplined in the ways that are needed. No, I need to I need to establish self discipline like right away. Sorry, I was just thinking about it. No, and I need to do in the things that I that I'm uh, serious about, like my health, which is what I'm doing. My health, my career, my uh, my loves, and I love my career. I love what I do. I don't do things I don't want to do, which is fucking difficult. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um, and then. I only have the Aquarius rising. I don't have any other planets in the Aquarius besides my Saturn. So the way that's going to look like for me, because of the degrees of these things, so a five degrees. Where's my rising? Hold on. I don't know if it's going to mess up my recording. Oh, one second. I gotta look into my. Um, oh no, it's recording. Okay, I gotta look into my astrology chart. This should be free. 22 degrees. Okay. So my rising's at 22 degrees um, in the first house. So Mercury and Venus. Oh, sorry. So Mercury and the Sun are how are going to work on They're in conjunct with that. Because in conjunct means like it's within five degrees of um the sign or the the planet and uh so by rising it's 22 degrees the sun's at 27 degrees that's within five degrees so, and then um mercury's 18 degrees Janice, can you calm down um so that means that um my cat's going crazy that they act upon my um my 
rising more, so my ability to just be weird, basically, <laughs> but not also, like, also not just be weird, but, um, like, Aquarius is the sign of, um, rebellion and rule-breaking, and not, it's not chaos, because that kind of leans more into Pisces, really, um, but it's the innovative, it's, like, seeing through the mess and making better, um, kind of reinventing it and making it last longer just when you see you thriving chaos you must have some Aquarius kind of placements because that's what it does they do they they have to figure out a system which allows them to remain stable when everything else is going crazy and then with that process that's where they become the innovators because they do things that no one else is thinking or doing or is able to see in a way so it's really asking me to think outside the box because mercury is the planet of the mind and communication to think outside the box and be more than what i have been just kind of reinventing how i communicate and my style of communication and kind of reevaluate my core beliefs my core thoughts and kind of just really drag that authenticity out of me. So I definitely need to write more. And like Pluto's there, so it's just like the death and rebirth of who I am as a person, which I've just kind of felt. Because like I feel you always kind of feel these bigger transits like months in advance. And um, at least for me, like with the moon, the moon's changing things into like a a different sign, I feel like I, my moodiness gets moody, which is a very cancelment thing to say, but my moodiness gets moody, depending on what sign it's kind of going into, like, I still wake up, like, mornings when it's, like, the moon or the Mars is uh, moving to a fiery sign, and I just get fired fucking up, and I don't understand, um, I just wake up, like, fucking pissed, <laughs> um, and, uh, then there are are times, yeah, but like, yeah, then there are times when, like, it was, like, near my birthday, I kind of just felt like I reevaluated my, uh, my year, as I feel like people should do on their birthdays instead of, like, waiting for the whole, like, new year, new me kind of thing, and, um, turn off this light, turn off the light, I put this down here, that's what I put up. Give me the in here. I can turn off the Trying to attack me. Um, but yeah, so um, 
where was I? But yeah, so near my birthday, I was reevaluating my year, and I just had this like, like a yearning just for just being myself because there's a lot, there's always things that I get myself into that I didn't necessarily need to be into or in, but I would have saved a lot of times being an asshole up front and just being like really authentic with like who I am and what I want and what I need. And so that's where I'm um, at because I just want to just pull that authenticity out of myself. And the way to do it is just to be fierce. Like I just want to live a fierce fucking life. I want to just love fiercely, fucking go after shit fiercely with all my fucking reserves. Um, and I want to um, rest just this fiercely. I just want to take naps. <laughs> oh, naps on naps. But I just want to go after it and just be a part of the moment and be there, present. And it's hard right now because, like, everything else that kind of goes around and I need to, you know, because I'm, I'm also break, going back into the habit of just kind of, like, minimizing myself for other people, which isn't really something that's being asked of me. Because it's never being asked of me. I just do it um, because my broken thing is not. This is, like... Uh, he wants me to just be myself, obviously, but he's nice enough, and he's mature enough to know that, because we talk all the time, just about, like, past things, and, uh, just things that we're emotionally working through, because he understands, finally, someone who understands that, like, life is difficult sometimes, and that... It's not even difficult in the ways that you would think that it would be difficult, but it's dif- just, just difficult in the ways and how you grow and how sometimes you mourn the person that you had to be in order to get to where you are now. And that's something that I've been doing. And he's just something that was like really, really amazing the other day. Um, he said that I have been through a lot. Like, you can tell that I've just been through a lot. And that there, there's there been a release of having to hold everything together. And right now, within the process of falling apart, he can see that I'm regrowing a better version of me. And he's like, and that's really beautiful. I was like, oh, okay. And that's a completely Scorpio moon kind of thing to say. If you know, you know. Um, and uh, so it's really, it's really cool. And I didn't have to say anything. It's just like, just the ways in which I've kind of ended up having, ended up crying, to be honest. Um, but they weren't like sad tears. It was just like, I'm so happy you're doing this. I'm so happy you're doing that. Oh, wow. Um, things are great. Um, I've never had those kind of emotional releases. And... I just felt like I was just being way too emotional. And he's like, no, you are subconsciously releasing your past because you had to be strong for so long. Because he just takes care of everything. All he wants, and all this man wants from me, is head scratches. And for me to rub his back and cuddle him. That's all he wants. He will take care of everything else. 
and he has, and that puts me in like this weird femininity that I'm uncomfortable with because I had tried to be so feminine and leave my feminine energy for so long for people who like were not providers. And um, it's different when you get that man, that man who's an actual provider. He's like, no, you're gonna, I'm taking care of you. Stop. And it's not like he pays for everything. It's like I take him on dates and it's reciprocated. He takes me on dates. We both pay for each other. Um, the going Dutch thing, that's totally fucking fine. Because like I'm extra and if I don't like something, I'm going to order something new. Um, and he doesn't mind. Um, obviously. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but sometimes we do and sometimes he pays for me sometimes I pay for him it's like just we're just humans because like not it's not every time that we can afford to pay for the other person you know so sometimes it's okay to take care of yourself and that's very much so within our relationship yeah and that's something that I'm learning from him is the ability to just be okay and and the trust that's needed for me to just take care of myself but then for him to take care of himself it's 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 a new dynamic and it's stressful because i'm not like all of my senses are like trying to like push against that and i just have to have a steady strong arm <laughs> like i'm guarding the football um to it and sometimes I fail, sometimes I don't. Um, but he's there for me. And it's interesting. Um, and sometimes you know, and I knew right away when I met in September that he was different. But you guys heard about that already. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, that's that, or other plans were going on, sorry, for got sidetracked, um, this still recording, yeah, perfect, awesome, so, Mercury, so then Mars, and that's just the, how you're going to charge through and kind of reinvent yourself, it's the plan of action, so look, so yeah, basically it's just like we're in a crazy rebirthing process where it's a tower moment like the 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 tower is currently crumbling and from that disaster destruction we're going to navigate and find different ways to kind of hold each other up like build that community hold each other up um rebel against the powers that be this is what the big astrologer is actually talking about Cause like I uh, I follow a few different um, actual astrologers. Like I'm a, I'm a baby astrologist, but like the people who've been doing it for years, and I guess I've been doing it for like a year now. Oh, wow! Like I guess I can professionally say that I've been gathering my knowledge and doing it for a year through this podcast. Well, I guess almost two years now. Shit, dude, that's sick. That's fucking sick. Awesome. Okay, but yeah. So I follow these people and uh I um and they've been talking about how 
which we've also been seeing with like how just the shift from um how we view famous people really and how we um don't just take in the information that the governments are feeding us we actually go and look for the information and like find out the real actual source which is very aquarian of us um because we want the facts we want to know what's actually happening not just the fucking garbage is being fed we're not living in an illusion and we refuse to live in an illusion we're not trying to like keep things neat and tidy and make sure everyone is like balanced and unemotional we want the authenticity from people like we we want people to stand on business and want them to be truthful with what they're doing and if they're not actually being held up to a higher standard like they want to be we're not respecting them blandly we're making them being held accountable um and however long that's going to take we're here for it ten toes down um and that's the kind of cage that we've been in and that's us breaking free from it and that's what a lot of the astrologers are saying like not maybe not so dramatically but it's definitely that tone is definitely like we're in the age of like let's go because this shit has not been right um yeah and it's an election year in the united states so we'll see how that goes and we I have not been following it, but I've heard snippets of it, and I know it's bad that I've not been following it, and I will I will start following it more. It's funny when you start doing things that you're like you're aligned with your soul and how how tired you suddenly get. Um, but uh, yeah. So, but like they have Joe Biden running. And Donald Trump running, and this other woman running. I don't know her name, but she's like, they're they're kind of like just mocking her at this point. Um, and I just don't see these things happening. Like, I don't see their profound impact because all that we're seeing, like, no one respects the presidential position anymore. Like, why would no one respects the government anymore? Like, there was a semblance of respect. That was before we were able to, like, look and see how much fucking money is being poured into these politicians and see where their votes are swaying and, like, see the fumble of the student loan debt. Because, like, there's no... Like, I'm not an economist. But there are some things that should be heard and some things that shouldn't be taken away like i'm not an economist but it just seems like if your populace can't afford to live that alleviation that's where the government comes in that's like the whole idea of like the government that's like the whole idea of like we have all these like checks and balances that's the whole idea of why we have so much um fucking like we pay all these taxes and everything it's not so we can like fund like as a person it's not so we can fund this huge military base military operation which we've really had no business doing like i wonder what it would have happened if we would have just stayed in our lane like oh world war ii 
World War One happened, World War Two happened. Do we need to police the rest of the world? Apparently, because we discovered that we can create bigger and better bombs. And so that's how we got to the state that we're in. That's what you guys all know. Um, but I just, I just always wonder what kind of utopia would have been if this, like, these lines that are imaginary, like, all these, like, there's no, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I'm going to be weird, because I feel like it's not necessarily weird, I don't know why I'm restricting myself, it's just, I just don't necessarily feel that the planet was created so that we can tell people where and when they can be and where they can go. I don't think that that was because it's the imaginary lines and if we can give up like a quote-unquote race of people a place that's already been inhabited by other people if you can just like give them that as a oh I'm sorry um and then you just kind of abolish and you just kind of um, dismantle all of your reasonings for having these borders in the first place because you went to war a world war against a nation for trying to expand their borders and then you're like fuck on give this other place a whole nation within someone else's nation and you want us to defend that like no that's was already wrong like that's that's a hypocr the hypocrisy is real. Um and what are you doing? And so and then like you're gonna pretend that these groups are like just all of a sudden attacking places like no, I would fucking This shit's insane, and we're not standing for it anymore. Like, the information's out there. You can try to hide it as all you want, but that's... That's why we, we, we have technology. Sorry. Um, but I do understand you guys also have technology. But it's it's just, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, get the government like, on a list, but, like, this podcast has never been... Has never been without spicy politics. You know, the only thing is I don't, I don't have a co-host currently that uh, is going to add to it. So, yeah. Anyway, that's the Aquarian vibe. And then Pluto's going to be in Aquarius for like 20, 30-ish years. Um, so, within that lifespan, because for me, it's a lifespan, we're going to see a lot of things rising and falling, rising and falling. But through all of it there's going to be a steady stream of advancement and innovation and technology that go, should go along with it and it's just going to help the people because Aquarius is a humanitarian so with that short little baby podcast I bid you all a good night or good morning wherever you are um make sure you eat if you can eat drink water if you can drink water and move your body because exercise is always good peace be to all